the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. And we're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP and your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And we're brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, as ever, coming to you from Newcastle, up on the northeast coast of England. And joining me uh, to preview another slate uh, of MLB games um, is one of the youth team uh, on the all-new MLB Gambling Podcast, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, hello, mate. How are you doing? Good. How's it going? Uh, just watching the Masters, watching the first inning, and Corbin Burns just walked him. So he led the game off with a walk, but I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah, live calls for MLB. It started um, when we recorded yesterday. We were really looking forward to uh, the games. And it just so happens, coincidentally, that the time me and Dylan are starting to record uh, is the time the first game has just gone off. Uh, and you're right, uh, Kyle Hendricks got through his scoreless first and Corbin Burns has just walked to Rafael Ortega. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we've got baseball. Um, so hopefully you've already caught up with the uh, with the pod that we released yesterday to cover the first slate, the opening day games. Um, and then we've got a fuller slate on Friday. We've got the, the games that were postponed yesterday and we had a full slate. So I think we've got 12 or 13 games to get through. Um Impossible to handicap them all, but I've had a go. Uh, and Dylan's got plenty of leans as well. Um, so we're going to take you through as many of these games as possible. Um, let's get straight into it then. Um, we'll go uh, chronologically. Why not? Makes sense. Uh, and tomorrow kicks off with what was supposed to be um, the lead-off game today, uh, which is the Boston Red Sox at the New York Yankees. It's Nathan Eovaldi at Garrett Cole. Uh, and we will let you, uh, Dylan, lead off. What were your initial thoughts on this? This is a it's a it's a stellar matchup. It, it was well within its rights to um, to lead off um, the MLB slate. Didn't get a chance to, but this is a good Friday night game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, great to starting pitches with Ivaldi and Cole on the mound. Uh, right now, I'm looking at the lines for Wayne Bett and Boston Red Sox are plus 155 underdog and you got the Yankees at a minus 170 favorite. I think that's just a little too high for me. My number for the Yankees, I laid minus 143 with the Yankees. So right now getting a 155 with the Red Sox, I think that's just going to be a value play for me. And I think 
Right now, we don't have totals posted for tomorrow, but I, my line for the total is around 8.2. So if we're able to get an eight under, I like that play as well. So my two leans for this game is I'm going to be on the Red Sox. I think they're going to be really good this year, better than what people uh, anticipate. I love that they grab story, and I think they can mash one through nine. So we'll see how uh, the, the Yankees rotation holds up to start the season. But for me, I like the Red Sox, and I'm going to lean under eight if we could get an eight. Yeah, as always on the uh, MLB Gambling Podcast, it's hard when we're, when we're over 24 hours out to get some uh, over-unders or first five totals, things like that. Uh, we can generally get you a money line bet. As it happens, Dylan uh, is quite proficient at putting up his own totals um, using um, what projected projected uh, run lines you use, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, so I use projected run lines for each team as what I expect coming from the last season. And... So I, I got the Red Sox and Yankees around 8.2. So if we're at 8.5, it opens up, I would lean under. If it's around 8, it opens up, I would lean over. So, yeah, we'll be looking at using those run lines. But, um, yeah, the and I didn't mention when I introduced this game, that, yeah, the Yankees are minus 170 uh, on the run line, which is really chalky, actually. Um, yeah. And the Boston Red Sox are currently at plus 155. Um, yeah, it's a stellar matchup. Garrett Cole... Uh, goes his third straight opening day uh, for the Yankees. A 3.23 ERA, an outstanding 1.05 whip uh, last year. So, yeah, um, he was second in the Cy Young voting. Uh, and Ivaldi really hasn't done an awful lot wrong. Um, was slightly injury prone, but he's kind of overcome that in the last couple of seasons. Um, he was really good last time out against the Yankees um, in the AL uh, series there. So, um my lean here, although we don't have a number, would be an under on the first five. Got the look of a little bit of a pitch and duel about it. It's going to be a bit chilly, uh, so the ball won't be flying out as much. Uh, so I think with Cole and Nivaldi on the bump, I would take a first five under. Um, again, kind of co-signing. Dylan was leaning towards the under there anyway. Uh, so yeah, we're looking at we're looking at fewer runs in that first game. Yeah, uh, I, I like game. that play first five under. Yeah. If uh, if you're able to get four and a half, I doubt it will open up first five under four and a half. But if you're able to snag a four and a half under for first five, I really like that play with those two pitchers. Oh, there you go. That's good to hear. So I'm doing something right, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have the um, Detroit Tigers, um, who are at home to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, on the hill for Detroit is Eduardo Rodriguez, former Boston Red Sox. Um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Lucas Giolito um, goes for the Chicago White Sox. Um, the White Sox are the favourites, minus 125 on the money line. Uh, the Tigers are plus 115. Um, Erod had... Um, Sorry, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat here. Uh, a bit of a high ERA, 4.74 uh, last season. But his expected ERA was 3.5, and he had a fit of 3.32, of uh, fielding independent pitch. And so uh, to cut through that means he was better than his number suggested. Um, Lucas Giolito, a third straight opening day for him. Uh, struck out eight uh, last season on opening day. Um, there was a couple of things that I was looking at maybe for a bet. Uh, Giolito strikeouts would be looking for a number on. Um, he, he, obviously, he's a, he's a high strikeout pitcher. Had those AKs on opening day last year. Um, but the one for me, I kept it pretty simple. And I think that there's been a lot of hype on the Tigers. Um, 
which only for me makes the price on the White Sox a little bit more attractive. I find the White Sox are a better team. I think it'll take the Tigers maybe a little bit of time to settle down. Um, so the White Sox at minus 125, um, I thought that was quite an attractive price uh, for who, for me, are clearly a better team. So no need to overcomplicate this one, Dylan, uh, with Chicago White Sox on the money line. Uh, I'm going to have to go on the other side. So I like the Tigers oh, no. here. I, yeah, I mean... And I would I would worry people about jumping on the White Sox early on because Tim Anderson won't be in the lineup for the first few games for the Sox. So be careful just smashing the White Sox early. They are the better team. But my line on the game is I made uh, White Sox minus 118. So as of right now, no play. But as money starts to come in on the White Sox and we're getting a better number at the Tigers, I feel like I'm going to be on the Tigers side. So at home, Tigers with their new eights, Rodriguez, I think there's value here with the Tigers. So I'm going to be on the Tigers. Okay, so the first conflict of opinions there uh, between myself and Dylan. Uh, next up is the 2.20 Eastern uh, first pitch time between the Chicago Cubs uh, and the Brewers, uh, who are currently uh, playing in the opening game. MLB. Uh, no score after one. You don't need live updates because you'll be well aware of the score uh, by the time you listen to this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm carrying on with that. Uh, Corbin Burns, uh, sorry, no, he doesn't. Uh, Corbin Burns is pitching tonight. Uh, Brandon Woodruff goes uh, for Milwaukee and Justin Steele is on the hill for the Chicago Cubs. Um, Justin Steele pitched 57 innings last year to a 4.26 ERA. Um, Woodruff had a 9-10 and record uh, last year, which really belies the ERA that he put up of um, 2.56, complete with um, 211 strikeouts as well. He was outstanding last year, was Woodruff. Um, on last night's pod, I think I gave the Cubs the benefit of the doubt and thought that uh, maybe with Hen- if Hendricks can have a good start tonight, they could hang with Milwaukee. I'm going to go against that tonight. Um, the Brewers have a top lineup. Um, I do think the Brewers team total uh, might be a good bet. We don't have solid numbers on that. Uh, so I was also looking at taking the Brewers at minus 1.5. I think the Brewers to take this fairly comfortably um, behind a decent performance from Woodruff and a, a vulnerable position for Justin Steele. Uh, I think some of the Brewers can get them tomorrow. So I'll be taking the Brewers either on the team total or minus 1.5. Dylan, what did you think about this game? Yeah, the line is exactly where I had it. I had uh, Brewers at minus 157. It's at minus 158. So I would probably, I don't want to lay. That's kind of chalky for me. So I would be on with you. I don't believe in Justin Steele. He didn't perform well, especially against this Brewers lineup who could just flat out rake. And I would I would lean with you, maybe not on the run and a half, but I would lean maybe team total for the Brewers. And I probably would lean over in the game. If we're able to get a flat eight, my line on the game is 8.2. So I would I would lean over in the game too. You just got to check the weather for Wrigley. You don't know game, come game time, wind might be blowing out, blowing in. So I would, I would look for your – when you're handicapping uh, games at Wrigley, just taking count of the win. Yeah, that's something that uh, – Moonaf, as well as his uh, as well as his umps report, um, he's he's quite high on these little extraneous variables uh, that can make it break a, a little run line. Um, next up is the Oakland Athletics at the Philadelphia Phillies, where the Phillies are minus one seventy five um, at home with Aaron Nola on the hill. Oakland Athletics plus one sixty uh, with Frankie Frankie Montas. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Interested me this game. Uh, Nola is uh, pitching his fifth straight opening day game. Um, last year was okay. Uh, well, he wasn't actually uh, nine and nine uh, with a four point six three ERA. I think among qualifying pitchers. Uh, was something like the third worst. Uh, it wasn't great. Again, a bit like Erod that we mentioned earlier, though. He had an expected ERA of 3.37. Um, he has given up four homers in two spring starts. Uh, I know spring's training doesn't account for much, but basically I was just looking at an angle here uh, to pad out my opening days, fancy. Uh, Frankie Mantas, 3.37 ERA in a 1.18 whip last year was good. 207 strikeouts over 187 innings pitched. Um, everyone's really down on the Oakland days, uh, but I'm slightly nervous uh, about Aaron Nola. I think Aaron Nola will be slightly nervous mm-hmm. about this start as well. So I think behind a good start from Frankie Montas, either the A's plus 1.5 or A's outright at plus 160. Uh, I was looking for a dog, didn't want to go chalky all the way down. So I think Oakland could maybe get this done at plus 160 tomorrow. Then. Yeah, my line is telling me to take the A's, but I just look at their lineup and I I just can't get behind it. They're literally horrible, they're trying it? to tank. It's bad. Yeah. They're not willing to spend money in the off season. Um, I, I guess to get some value on this game, maybe look in the morning when first fives come out, maybe take Philly's first five minus a half or first five results to try to get the number down a little bit. So my total on the line is 7.8. So if, we get an eight, maybe look under, but I, I just, I, I can't back the A's this year. They're going to be a fade for me for the entire year. I took their win total, season win total under. I got it before they made the trade. So, and I feel like every, every uh, good solid player that the A's have during the all-star break or trade deadline, they're going to move off of them. So they're trying to tank. So there's no, there's no way for me to actually put money behind the eight. So I would lean Philly's first five. Yeah, fair enough. The A's won't be a pick that I'm uh, I'm heading towards very often this season. I just saw opening day, you know, there are going to be some dogs that are going to win. Uh, so why not yeah. the A's tomorrow? And it was basically a, a behind a good start of Frankie Montas. I thought if he could keep them down, they could maybe sneak it 3-2 or something like that, uh, which is why I like yeah. the A's at plus 1.5. Um, talk about a hectic time of the year. Uh, I was just speaking to Dylan offline. We've had all this MLB content we've had to cheer now. Um, I was trying to set the line up for nine different fantasy teams today. I had to handicap 40 <laughs> horses uh, for the Grand National. The um, article has gone up at sgpn.com uh, and I think it's available to watch on TGV uh, in the States, still, so you need to get over that. Um, what I'm very much looking forward to is relaxing uh, with Akua's Light, uh, the only beer that is made to chill. The mountains and the bottles on the cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. I'll certainly be looking to hit reset this weekend. Opening the Coors Light, it's mountain cold refreshment, which is made to till. Uh, when I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewer Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay, so we'll move on, Dylan. We are going to... Uh, the three ten Eastern first pitch time, which is the Tampa Bay Rays hosting their home opener against everyone's favourites, the Baltimore Orioles. Um, let's have a look at the money lines on this. We've got a 
Minus 190 on Tampa Bay, uh, plus 175 on Baltimore. Um, Tampa Bay have Shane McClanahan uh, on the bump for them. Um, he had a particularly good second half to last season. 3.01 yeah. ERA. Um, four starts against the Orioles, in which he won all four. Um, so I think that tells you everything you need to know about why Tampa Bay are minus 190 to win this. Um, however, the o- Orioles do have John Means um, on their hill, which is pretty much the only bright spot um, of their rotation. He got the nod for them last year on opening day. Pitched seven innings against the Red Sox, only allowed one base runner on that uh, in, in that outing. Um, so, again, I'm, I was leaning towards the under. Uh, I think this could turn into a bit of a a pitch in duel and again, especially the first five under. The problem I had with the under, I've got a question mark towards it because even if means goes well, the Orioles bullpen could blow up. Uh, even though it's opening day, so they should have that top guys available. Doesn't mean you trust them. Um, so over possibly, or if not, then uh, um, under, sorry, or if not, then certainly the first five under, Dylan. Yeah, I'm all over the first five under as well. Try to take the bullpens out of the equation. My line for the total game is 8.2. So, I mean, if you look at the Baltimore Orioles lineup, besides Cedric Mullins, who I think is their best player, but who who else do they really have? Can we rely on Trey Mancini? And that's really about it in my eyes. So I, I can't get behind the Orioles. I think they'll be the worst team this year. And, this is going to be – my line is actually telling me to take the Orioles because I got them if, – if I'm getting plus 214 with the Orioles, then I got to be on them. So uh, this is going to be another fade for me. The A's, the Orioles, the Nationals, those are just going to be teams this season that you're going to hear me just fading. So I would I would lean with you and go first five under because I think it's going to be a low-scoring low game. And like you said – Shane McClanahan, he's dominated the Orioles, and I think that continues tomorrow. Uh, thus far, Dylan, we are worryingly uh, in sync on these picks. Uh, so that means you've either got something terribly wrong uh, or I've got something <laughs> right. Uh, one or the other. The other two options that we have so far. Um, next up is a 9-10pm uh, start time. Is that right? What? Yeah, 4 As Yeah, as famously... Uh, we are not very good at time zones on this podcast. We would have to get this wrong maybe 15 <laughs> times a week on average. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing them in Eastern. So it's a 4-10 Eastern, uh, which is the LA Dodgers um, at the Colorado Rockies. Um, on paper, probably um, the biggest mismatch um, in terms of projections. Uh, Betting-wise, we have the Dodgers at minus 205. There you go. They will be uh, the shortest price on this slate. Um, and the Colorado Rockies at plus 182. Um, Walker Bueller goes for the Dodgers 16 and 4 last season, getting uh, 2.47 <laughs> ERA. Um, he's also uh, pitched deep in two games. He went six innings. He got into the sixth inning 29 times last year. Uh, so if you were looking at a Bueller case prop, I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Um, he's going to pitch long enough into the game. Uh, maybe to be able to, to be able to get you those strikeouts. So a Bulek is what might might be an option. Uh, Kyle Freeland goes for Colorado. Um, he is a ground ball pitcher, um, and he's working on a new changeup by all accounts in spring training. Uh, he's um, he's got rid of this fork ball. He's been using a circle change. Uh, the Dodgers make a lot of contact, so I did think that. The Freeland under on the keys might be a good call as well. Uh, two A's of 
he's a ground ball pitcher uh, and he's also got the possibility of getting knocked out of the game. Um, so it was two pitcher props for me. You can take where one or the other, but Bueller over on the Ks, Freeland under on the Ks. Obviously, we don't have numbers for those yet, so um, you need an attractive number. Uh, but they were the, the two ways uh, that I leaned towards this, the two angles that I looked at. Uh, Dylan, did you have any strong feelings on this game? Um, no strong feelings. I'm not going to lay, what is it right now, 205 with it. My line for the Dodgers, I made them a 180 favorite. So I actually see value in the Rockies. But I'm going to go towards the total. I put my line at 10.4. And if it opens up at a 9.5 or 10, I'm going to smash the over. Uh, balls fly out of course Field. So I think with the Dodgers lineup and the Rockies, they could hit too. So I think they'll be able to put some runs up as well at home. Maybe not on Bueller, but maybe on the bullpen. I do like your case prop with Bueller, uh, but I would go towards the over uh, in the game. My line's at 10.4. Okie doke. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a, a lot of uh, overs betting um, in that series. It's just a, that lineup in Colorado. Uh, it mm -hmm. sort of hits you in the eye. Um, next up is another four ten Eastern uh, start time, and this is the Seattle Mariners at the Minnesota Twins. Um, last year's Cy Young winner, uh, Robbie Ray, mm -hmm. it's the opening day start uh, for Seattle and uh, for Minnesota. It's Joe Ryan. Uh, this was a really intriguing pick for me. Um, yeah, Robbie Ryan. That Robbie Ray. Sorry. Um, yeah, he was outstanding. Uh, last year, I think coming into a into a new club, into a new ballpark, uh, is always is always a bit dodgy. Joe Ryan's the one that we who intrigued me. Um, it's only his sixth career start. Uh, yeah, and he was great last year. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a tiny sample, but um, he got shelled once by the Tigers, which really skewed uh, skewed all of his all of his numbers. Um, the other four of them. Uh, were quite remarkable, really. Um, he had a strong spring. Um, so I think um, I did lean towards the Twins. The, the odds on this were the Mariners at minus 105 and the Twins at minus 115. Um, I put the smudge of doom next to the Twins as a possible money line play, uh, but it's not the play I'm going to give out. Um, I'm going pitching Jude again. Uh, again, I think this is forecast to be a bit chilly. Um, and I think Joe Ryan's going to be good. Uh, Robbie Ray hopefully um, can carry on his progress from last year and I got to the under again uh, I'll need you to tell me what your magic number is Dylan uh, but I was leaning towards the under if it was anything around eight maybe so my line on the game is 8.8 .8. so if we do get a nine maybe I would lean under uh, for me actually I, I don't understand the line I made the Mariners a minus 118 favourite and it's flipped, actually. So it's a value play for me. I'm going to be on the Mariners. I love the additions they made to this team. They're going for it. They're going to compete with the Astros, I think. They're going to have success, I think, against this Twins lineup. I would look towards the Robbie Ray K over prop as well. It's not posted just yet, but I like that. And if you look at the Minnesota Twins, yeah, they, they signed, obviously, the big name Carlos Correa, but uh, Byron Bunkson, how is he going to uh, come out and look this year after not a really good season last year? Uh, they have Max Kepler. He's pretty good. Gary Sanchez behind the plate, but he's prone to making errors. They got Urshela, the third baseman from the Yankees. So 
They made some additions, but I just ultimately think Robbie Ray is just going to continue his dominance, and I think he's going to have a field day against the Twins. I know they're on the road, and that's what skews it a little bit, but I'm going to take a shot. I like the Mariners on the money line, and I would lean Robbie Ray K over prop. Okay, love that. Uh, just had a head and hands moment here as uh, my 40 to one shot, Wacky Neiman, uh, nearly made an eagle over at Augusta. Uh, but I'll <laughs> take the birdie. He's, uh, he's chipping along nicely for me, uh, is Wacky Neiman. Um, okay, next up, um, I'll tell you what we'll do first. I'm going to tell you all about IP Vanish, however. Um, for browsing online using incognito mode, that doesn't actually protect your privacy. Uh, that's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. If we're at home or a public, don't go online without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% of the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 90 months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing the world with everything you with everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpoint on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com/sgp, use promotional code SGP, claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. Okay, next up, this is a 4.35 p.m. Eastern time start. It is the Miami Marlins at the San Francisco Giants. Marlins plus 127, the Giants minus 137. Um, Let me see. For Miami, it is Sandy Alcantara. Uh, my sneaky Cy Young pick, uh, a third straight opening day start for him, uh, in which he's pitched with 3.19 ERA. Um, he's only given up one earned run in 12 and two thirds uh, in those previous two opening starts. So the opening day nerves don't get to him at all. Um, the Giants go with Logan Webb. How good was he last year? Um, a 3.30 uh, ERA. He was great in the playoffs. Uh, this is a pitcher's park. And once again, it, it's telling me pitches, Jude, and I want to go under again. I know I've got a lot of big, I've got a lot of big boxed use for under on my notes here. Um, but listen, winners are winners. Uh, don't get any pr- prizes for picking these fancy priced overs. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the under. I, uh, what do you think? Do you do you sign off on this one as well, Dylan? Yeah, I would lean first five under my line for the total game under is around seven point two. Um, I do think it's going to be a pitcher's duel. Logan Webb and Sandy Alcantara are two of the greatest, I think, in the National League. But I like the Giants on the money line right here. I think we're getting a pretty good value here with the better team. Sandy Alcantara, he's good, but I do worry if this young Marlins team, if they're going to be able to put some runs together. Logan Webb, like you said, he was great last year. 
And at home specifically, 6-0, 1.96 ERA. And he's only versed the Marlins once, but he threw seven scoreless innings, striking out eight. So this is a value play. I'm going to be all over the Giants in this spot. I'm going to take them on the money line. And I would lean under, maybe not the full game, because take the bullpens out. So I would go first five under as well. Okay, love that. Uh, again, we're sort of thinking thinking the same the same processes here. Uh, next up, we go to the 7.07 Eastern start time. Texas Rangers at the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, Toronto will start with the um, info. I'll tell you what, I'll give you the prices. Let's try and stick to the uh, to the same system. Oh, um, Toronto are minus 170. Texas are plus 155. Uh, we'll start with the Blue Jays. Um, Jose Berrios uh, gets the start for them. Uh, five and four last year, 3.58 ERA. Um, not particularly uh, convincing stuff from Berrios. Uh, interesting to see him get the start because they had loads of options there uh, at Toronto. Uh, and the Rangers are going with John Gray making his debut for Texas. Um, 4.59 ERA, obviously inflated by the Coors um, field factor, uh, but he gets away from there. Now he gets that horrible ballpark uh, in Texas to pitch it, although they are uh, on the road here today. He hasn't pitched much in spring. I think he's only pitched two innings. Uh, so I'm not sure mm-hmm. what that was about, whether he was just feeling his way back. Um, for me, I, you've got two good lineups here. Uh, I say good. Uh, Toronto are genuinely good. I think the Rangers could be something. Uh, we've joked before that they're about to lead the league in losing games 11-7. to 7. Um, But I'm sure they're going to be able to score some runs and they'll be looking to get off to a decent start. They've got a lot of players there who've been paid. Um, I thought one of two things here. Uh, I thought the over, uh, because I think I'm not convinced by either pitcher and I think both teams can score runs. I did think there's another option. Uh, you could skin the cat a different way and take both team totals, which gives you a little safety net. Um, if you split your stake and took both team totals, that you could hit one uh, and maybe get your money back if both don't hit. So yeah, you've got a couple of options, but it was all it was all geared towards uh, this time some runs scored rather than the unders, Dylan. Yeah, I I would lean over my my line on the total is around eight point eight. So if it opens up at eight point five, I love the over here. I can see some runs, but I like the runs. Uh, the Blue Jays on the run line minus one and a half. If we're able to get a plus price on that, I'm I'm going to jump all over that. I want to see where the first five lines are, but my line for the game is Blue Jays minus 168. So I feel like we're getting a discounted price with the better team and with the better uh, with the better pitcher. I wouldn't lay the minus 168, but uh, and, you, and you also mentioned the Rangers. I also think they're going to be be an over team because they have some hitters. You look down their lineup, Marcus Simeon, one of the great second basemen. They added Corey Seager. He's, so their middle of the infield is great. Mitch Gavinder, he could swing the bat, I think. And Nate Lau, he, he's a guy that I think he could give you about 20 home runs. So I like to play the over, especially if we get an 8.5. But I would lean uh, Blue Jays' run line. And let's just stop beating about the bush here. It's Toronto 11, Texas 7. Get all your money on that correct <laughs> score uh, and that'll do us. Next up, um, Cincinnati at Atlanta is a 7.20 Eastern first pitch. Um, another interesting one here. Yeah, we've got a we've got a young rookie uh, who I've touted mm-hmm. uh, for a few months now and he's actually uh, making an opening day. Sorry, it's not an opening day start because they play tonight, don't they? Um, but yeah, yeah. Riva San Martin 
uh, is the left-handed pitcher uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, we did well following rookies last year when they got called up. Uh, it was a system we quite enjoyed uh, and paid for us quite handsomely. Uh, he strikes people out. Um, he's a he's a sort of K per nine player. Um, Charlie Morton goes to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, love Charlie Morton. Uh, 14 yeah. and 6 last year with a 3.34 um, ERA. He didn't see the Reds last season at all. Um, I think Sam Martin can keep the game uh, tight in this one. Uh, Morton's going to pitch well. Uh, the Reds lineup isn't particularly stellar. So again, I'm back to the uh, I'm back to the big box. You, uh, I'm going under again and hoping that Riva San Martin can live up to his billing. Uh, keep the Braves off the board, uh, and I'll take the under here, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I like that play. Uh, my line for the total of the game is is eight point eight. So I expect most of the runs to come from the Braves side. Don't really know much uh, about the new the new pitcher River San Martin, but I trust your word. I he can be good, but my, I guess my initial reaction I don't have too much on this game. So not a Braves fan. I'm a Met fan, so I don't like the Braves. But it would kill me to take the Braves, so I'm going to lay off this game. Okay, so it's a no play, uh, very much no against company ethics there from Dylan. But we let him off. He's young and he's new. He'll learn. Uh, <laughs> 9.38 Eastern time is the Houston Astros at the LA Angels. Uh, second game, they're, they're playing a the game uh, this very evening. Tomorrow uh, for Houston, Jake Odorizzi uh, gets the nod. Um, six and seven last year, 4.21 ERA. Didn't particularly blow my skirt up. Um, I also had a look at his splits and he was uh, he had an ERA of 4.53 on the road. And oddly, this might just be a, a statistical anomaly, uh, but a 4.73 ERA in nighttime games. Uh, so everything I looked at really just made me sort of crinkle my nose up a little bit at Jake Odorizzi. Uh, Patrick Sandoval goes for the LA Angels. Really like him. Three and six last year, which doesn't sound great, but that was a th- he pitched with 3.62 ERA. So I think it was slightly unfortunate. Um, he, I think this year, Patrick Sandoval is ready to make the step up I drafted him in loads of places, uh, so I'll be hoping for a good start. Uh, I think he's getting better. He was he was he was on the improve last year up until June before he got got injured. He had he, he had a couple of starts in August, but clearly wasn't feeling it. Um, I thought we we did the pod yesterday, and everyone was leaning towards Houston tonight as a dog, uh, mm-hmm. and I think the exact same thing the other way around tomorrow. Uh, the line on the Angels is plus one or five. Uh, the Houston Astros are. Uh, plus, oh, well, now that's flip-flopped. See, I've missed the boot. Yeah, right um, now I see the Angels at minus 117 and the Astros minus at plus 117, yeah. That's exactly what I've got, yeah. Uh, someone, someone's uh, got the binoculars out and have been looking at my notepad this afternoon because I had the Angels <laughs> plus 105 earlier on. Uh, okay, so we've missed the boot there. I was considering putting that up as my dog, but I won't. Um Anyway, it's a winner's a winner. Minus 117, uh, Angels money line for me, please. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm all over the Astros in this spot, too. I'm getting plus <laughs> money with the better team. Jake Arizio, you you described it. He did struggle a little bit. And honestly, I thought Syndergaard was going to go, but Sandoval will go for the Angels. There's just no way. I know they have two of the best players in all of baseball and Otani and Trout, and they're finally healthy. But <clears throat> I'm getting plus money with a team that I think could possibly win the World Series. There's just no way I can't take 
this plus price with Asho. So I'm all over the Asho's on the money line, and that probably will be my dog of the day. Okay, that's good. A bit of a uh, little bit of conflict. We've been getting along too well here, Dylan. Um, <laughs> tell you what, as if there's not enough things to gamble on, the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Tell me about it. 40 horses are handicapped today. 40, I tell you. It's nuts. The best part is there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, play against others to move up the leaderboard, win as much as $40,000 with one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, not to worry. The app gives clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com. See how many winners you can pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. StableDuel.com. Okay, we've got two more games to cover. Uh, we're firing through these, Dylan. We are on a roll. San Diego Padres and the Arizona Diamondbacks go at 9.40 Eastern. Sean Minaya is on the hill for San Diego. Merrill Kelly gets to start for Arizona. Um, minus 155, the Padres. Uh, the Diamondbacks are plus 145. Dogs. Uh, Sean Minaya, his first start. Uh, with the Padres, coming across from the Athletics about a fortnight ago. Uh, went 11-10 and 10 last year uh, with a 3.91 ERA. I'm relatively happy to fade him uh, in this first start for his new club. Uh, Merrill Kelly, I don't mind him really. Uh, not particularly glamorous name uh, amongst the starting pitchers, but um, went 7-11 and 11 last year uh, to a 4.44 ERA. Um I took the Diamondbacks uh, last night when we recorded uh, to win their opening day game. Um, and I see no reason here not to follow up. I think it gives me a couple of options there. I think they certainly split these first two games, in which case at the prices, you're going to make a little bit of a profit. Um, or maybe they can even take them both, in which case we'll be dancing all the way to the bank. Um, so plus <laughs> 45, uh, Diamondbacks money line was my play here. Yeah, I'm I'm right along with you. I have to fade Chaminet in his first start with the Padres. And I like the do- I said I like the uh, Astros as my dog, but I'm going to switch that. I'm going to take the, my di- the Diamondbacks for my dog of the day. So um, I'm going to wait a little bit to see if I could get a little better odds because I, I just imagine more people are going to put – the public is going to be all over the Padres because, you know, the Diamondbacks, they lost 110 games last year, so people are going to want to fade them. But I think the Diamondbacks are going to be a little better than what people said. So, And you're right, Merrill Kelly, he, he was decent at home last season. He went 4-4, four and four, but he did have a winning record against the Padres. He went 2-1 and one with the 2.25 ERA, so – I think he'll have success at home, especially with their best player out of the fold in Tatis Jr. So I'm with you. I'm going to take a swing at the dog here with the Diamondbacks on the money line. Excellent. Uh, last game, um, the New York Mets at the Washington mm-hmm. Nationals. It is your, Dylan's New York Mets, uh, and kind of mine. If I'm pressed into saying anyone, uh, if I support the team, I do kind of uh, give out the Mets. So uh, Max Scherzer goes for... <laughs> 
Oh, hang on. Is this the Tyler McGill game? No, sorry, that's still on there. I'm right. Max Scherzer uh, goes for the Mets and Josiah Gray um, goes for the Nationals. Um, there's not much to say about this. It's a decent lineup with a great starting pitcher against a rubbish lineup with a underwhelming, shall we say, if we're going to be polite. Don't mind Josiah Gray, actually, in various spots, uh, just not tomorrow. Um, so I'll just take the Mets on their own line. It, it was really straightforward. Uh, didn't have to be up all night uh, big and clever about this one Mets minus 1.5 I've currently got the Mets at minus 162 uh, and the Washington Nationals at plus 147 for that game uh, which is just locked and unlocked again actually uh, maybe changed so, a little bit in the last yeah go on yes yeah, so Malcolm uh, some on win bet if you go some of the run lines and totals have been posted and the Met national game is one and I see my, okay. Mets minus one minus one and a half at minus 105 so I'm gonna jump all oh, on that yeah, with yeah. you as well uh, I feel like we're getting a discounted rate rate even on the money line for the better team. So it's going to be interesting to see how far Scherzer could go. He was dealing with his hamstring, but I think he'll be able to go. And I think he'll have his way against a very bad national team, if we're being polite. So uh, the total on the game is 8.5. My total is, uh, my line is 8.2. So I would lean under the Mets do have trouble scoring runs. That's yeah. just the Met thing to do. So I would Dylan, lean can under I correct 8.5. You there? The yeah, the Mets did have trouble scoring runs. Past tense. It's all in the past. This yes. is a new season, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Let's stop with the negativity. The Mets yes, did have right. trouble scoring. What we say is, do you remember when the Mets used to have trouble scoring runs, Dylan? Oh, do I? I all I could remember <laughs> is us just fail. I remember a couple of years ago where Jacob Degrom had to score his own runs when yeah, he was on the mound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he, so, he scored, uh, about, it's about three, about. Three starts in a row, he scored his own run in a 1-0 victory, didn't he? Uh, he was on a better team. The guy would have 20, 20 wins. So I oh, feel yeah. for him. All in the past, Dylan. You can put that behind you. Pretend it never happened. Um, right, well, that changes things, you know, that run line. Live live updates, so getting towards our our lock and dog. It's that, it's that time of the show, uh, Dylan. I think we've done a great job handicapping those games. It's a, it's a lot to take in uh, over a busy weekend. Um, so we will end with um, our lock and dog. Uh, you can lead off. Um, give us uh, give us your lock and dog, Dylan. Hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to see if anything is posted right now. Uh, I'll go my lock of the night would be the Giants on the money line. I just think Logan Webb at home, he's a beast. And I just see the, the, Mar- the Marlins just having trouble scoring runs and the total actually just posted for that game as well. Over under is around seven and a half. My line is at 7.2. So I would lean under there as well. Yeah. My lock was going to be the giants on the money line. My dog, we just got to it. It's going to be the D backs. I'm baiting Sean Manea on his opening day for the Padres on the road. And we saw Merck Kelly have success over the Padres last year. So I think that continues. So my dog of the day is going to be the D-backs on the money line. Okay, love that then. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it audible on my lock. Um I'm gonna take that Mets money line, uh, minus one point five, uh, which is minus one oh five. So uh the Mets minus a run and a half 
to turn over the Nationals tomorrow. And uh, we're going to have to uh, go with the double dog klaxon alert um, because I've got the D-backs. I've got them squared off Look on my little pad of paper. There it is, squared off down there, the D-backs. <laughs> uh, plus 145, had them boxed off. So uh, the very rare double dog, uh, fill your boots on the Arizona Diamondbacks at plus 145 tomorrow. Um, what are you doing for the rest of the night, Dylan? Watching golf and baseball? Oh, uh, watching golf, baseball. Got to take my dog to the vet real quick. But other than that, going to have a course light and hopefully all my bets hit. Oh, he's a company man. I told you he's learning, didn't I? Ten minutes later. Uh, fantastic. Well, great episode. Uh, really enjoyed uh, talking to you, Dylan. Um, it's been a flying start for the podcast. And hopefully over the next few hours, we can watch uh, some of the picks that we put out last night land and we can uh, get some get some money in the wind column, okay? Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, good luck with all your bets, whether it's the baseball, the golf, or whatever else you're doing. Uh, cheers, Dylan. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Good luck this weekend, sir. Okay, watch out for further pods. Go and look at my Grand National podcast, and I implore you to watch the race. You have never seen a sport event like it over the weekend. Uh, thanks very much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.